Welcome back to the Craft Beer News and Reviews Podcast. The podcast that is your CNN, the Craft News Network. Yes, we bring you the latest and greatest news throughout the craft beer industry. And with that, we also bring you a couple beer reviews to leave you with something or something to think about, something to go to the store and try. Uh, We give our honest feedback. My wife, Ashley, she always joins me uh, every week and we just talk beer. Um, after the news, so it's a you know it's a good segment. We have fun and we love just trying new beers. So with that said, the Craft Beer News and Reviews podcast is brought to you by Jake's Corner Lounge over in Bay City on Third Street. Uh, Sunday night is service industry night from 9 p.m. to close. There they have karaoke. All request DJ half off draft beer and half off well drinks. Also, on Thursdays, if you mention the Michigan Podcasting Network, the network that this podcast and some other great podcasts are on, you get the NPN special. That's right. That is 50% off all drafts except KBS. So that is a great deal. Tell them that we sent you to enjoy uh, craft beer because their list, they have all the greats. Uh, local and national craft beer, uh, really good selection over there. All right, and this podcast is also on the Michigan Podcasting Network, so you can check them out over on Facebook. We have Twitter, uh, and with that on the network, we have other podcasts that you could listen to and enjoy. Uh, our first one that started it all was Major League Madden Podcast. It is a podcast covering the eSport of Madden on PlayStation. So there we we talk about our league. We have a 14-guy man league that we all know each other. We have, you know, group chat. There's a lot of, you know, wheeling and dealing. Also the user games, the playoffs, the draft. We talk about it all, and we sure have fun with that. And then the other show is Don't Forget the Popcorn which is a podcast that does movie reviews and just talks, just movies. They'll, they'll do categories, genres, everything. That's a real good listen. So, yeah, go check us out on the Michigan Podcast Network, where also this you know, uh, podcast is, is a good home just to start downloading, like us, subscribe, do us a favor. It's a real good time. We're having fun. So on this podcast... Besides the news, we are, like I said, reviewing two beers. The first one is the Mitten Brewing Company Peanuts and Cracker Jacks. And this is a a robust porter. And this is out of, what, Grand Rapids. The next one is just based on name alone. It's Wheezing the Juice. All right, buddy. Little grindage. A little grindage with my brewski. But, yeah, that's about all I got for that <laughs> But this is from Grand Armory Brewing. It is a juicy IPA, and I'm sure this is really good. And actually on the side, oh, God. Uh, juicy IPA for mugs, chillin', and grindage, buddy. Yeah, they even got it. I'm surprised they get away with that. But anyway, two really good beers, or hopefully really good beers, that the wife will join me and we will review. So stay with us. 
We're going to dive right into it, so let's talk some news. our first article is from Brewbound. So Hay Market Beer Company to release Joe Madden's Try Not to Suck Lager. I just thought this was freaking hilarious. So Haymaker Brewing Company out of, of course, Chicago is releasing this Try Not to Suck German style lager. They just released it. Um, it's going to be available, you know, in stores around uh, Chicago, but then also in uh, southern Michigan. And, yeah, it's just a collaboration between award-winning Hay Market Beer Company, uh, Joe Madden's Respect 90 Foundation, and r and uh, Brews, a subsidiary of Rags of Honor 1. So, even though it's a try-not-to-suck Proceeds from the sale of the beer will benefit children and families in Chicago's neighborhoods through Joe Madden's Respect 90 Foundation and homeless and jobless veterans through R&R Brews and Rags of Honor One. So, pretty good thing. It's a German-style beer, 4.8% ABV. This beer was brewed and canned at uh, Haymarket Beer Company's uh, Bridgman or Brigman, uh, Michigan location. So it's it's real good. It's real good. I'm just wondering, you know, the, they get the, the big check, and they donate it. And it's like, hey, here's some money. Try not to suck. You're like, wait a minute. You need to reword that. But pretty good stuff when you can raise money. But it's pretty cool. Love the baseball tie-in. Love the Chicago Cubs. They're, they're, they're I think they're my third backup team. My, my primary one. Of course, I'm I, I ride and die with uh, the Detroit Tigers. My backup team is the Dodgers because here in Mid Michigan we have the Great Lakes Loons, and so I follow the Dodgers because a lot of those guys, uh, actually, there's I think they're up to sixty or so that have came through Midland, Michigan, have made it to the bigs. So it's always good to follow them. But then my back, my backup to the backup is the Cubs because I just love this uh, the city of Chicago. Love Wrigley, just even, you know, just the town. Uh, it's just a really good time. So pretty cool stuff, you know, here in craft beer, news and reviews. I try to bring you news, you know, good and bad, some funny shit, some some not so humorous, whatever's out there. Just stay, you know, relevant, just stay informed uh, of the industry. So um, this could be for all of us. Try not to suck. <laughs> This next article is seems to be a frequent thing here on the Craft Beer News Reviews podcast of someone suing Budweiser, Annie Harzer Bush. Uh, so Patagonia is suing Budweiser's parent for its copycat beer brand. So outdoor apparel company Patagonia is suing Anheuser Busch in Bev over the brewers. Patagonia beer. I mean, that's just straight. I mean, if you look at the beer, it has like even, you know, a mountain range behind it, which is with this outdoor company. 
So I can definitely see uh, the confusion there. So AB InBev is, InBev is also being sued by Miller Coors, which alleges that its rival used misleading advertising to trick consumers and infringe on its trademark. So the outdoor apparel company Patagonia filed lawsuit Tuesday. Uh, so this was a week ago against Anheuser-Busch InBev, claiming that the brewer's Patagonia beer is a copycat brand, which, it, man, just from the naked eye, it's not a good look because it is straight. I mean, just, I mean, the font, the 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 mountain range behind it, it's, I can see it. I get it. So Patagonia alleges that AB InBev is trying to take advantage of the apparel company's goodwill. And AB InBev, InBev only recently began testing its Patagonia brand stateside after years of excess in Argentina. So interesting there is a, their testing market is, um, you know, just straight Argentina. All right, let's try it there. And then, boy, the rollout, though, in the States. Uh, so continuing on, through its food business, Patagonia Provisions, the apparel company started brewing its own beer called Long Root in 2016, and it recently launched its second beer several weeks ago. The company claims in its lawsuit that a representative from AB InBev recently reached out to it about its special grain use in its beer. Man, this is not a good look. So even besides for its outdoorsy logo, uh, Patagonia actually started brewing beer. So either way you look at it, this is not good. Good luck to them. Hopefully, you know, they could take a little notch out of the, the Giants belt there and uh, win one in court. So interesting. I will keep track of this uh, and report back in a later episode. All right, this next article gives you a very good reason to uh, get a little fancy. Go check out a museum. So San Diego is going to open up a beer museum. So a group of beer-loving entrepreneurs have announced their plans to open the Museum of Beer in San Diego's East Village by 2020. So as they say, Museum of Beer is going to be San Diego's Beer Welcome Center, uh, says Bruce Glassman, the museum's curator of craft, the CFC, the museum's CFC, and he shared a statement with Traver, Travel and Leisure. It's going to be that jumping off place where everyone can come to begin their personal craft beer journey find yourself <laughs> it will seek to inspire hardcore beer fans and also educate those about the craft beer industry and who thirst for more as he says the museum of beer or they're already labeling it the mob <laughs> for short would house dozens of high-tech immersive hands-on exhibits all about beer the drinking history and the brewing process through the ages Pretty cool. I mean, there wasn't any reason to go to San Diego, right? But now there is with this new museum coming in 2020. So pretty cool. 1,200 square foot. Go check it out when it opens. Gives you a reason to walk around 
maybe put on some spectacles and just look smart as you're like, huh, I'm schmoozing around in this museum. Good time. All right. This next article is about PAPS. So in previous uh, episodes, I've mentioned kind of the wave of non-alcoholic. And this is writing that. So PAPS is to release a non-alcoholic version. But with that said, they're also announcing a higher ABV PBR. Holy shit, I just, yeah. ABV PBR line extension. So PAPS Blue Ribbon is America's most storied lager beer. So that's why I'm bringing this to you. Even though it's, you know, it's not it's not craft, but still, as they put it, it's an iconic, iconic brand, and it's celebrated. It, it celebrated its 175th year by expanding its fame, famed blue ribbon quality to a series of new products in 2019. So these two are going to be a part of it. So they're expanding out using that brand and, again, going with an N.A. beer and a more higher alcoholic. So with that repackaging, the Paps Blue Ribbon Extra, as they're going to call it, it's going to offer a crisp higher 6.5%. So ABV alternative to heavy drinking beers. So that's definitely, you're going to go zero instead of hanging out at probably 4.5 or 2. You're going to have that Paps being at 6.5. So they're really expanding, giving you what you want, I guess. Uh, The market is saying they want more NAs. Uh, but with that said, you know, IPAs are pretty strong in the high alcohol content, even though this isn't, you know, an IPA, but still the wave of higher alcohol content beers is there. And so they're going to try to meet both of them. So that'll be interesting to try. I mean, I'm always good for trying, you know, any kind of beer. So, uh, here shortly we'll give, uh, maybe give a review, an unofficial review, I guess. I ain't giving them you know, the whole segment. So we'll give an unofficial review and see how this tastes. Uh, but until then, I guess Paps to release N.A. and high A-B-V-P-B-R. I just like to say that. A high alcohol beer as well. All right, this next article is about Ballast uh, Brewing Company. So Constellation Brands, which owns Ballast Point, is closing two locations. So Constellation Brands will shutter two Ballast Point brewing facilities in Southern California and back out of a plan to open a brew pub in San Francisco. So a spokesperson with the New York-based beer, wine, and spirits company, they confirmed closures of the... Man, this is huge... 80,000 square foot Trade Street Sour Beer and Barrel Age facility, which opened in San Diego in 2017. That is just crazy. I mean, with kind of correlate square footage with um, employment. They did not mention how many they are basically going to let go, but they can confirm the closure of these two facilities due to right sizing our cost structure based on recent craft trends. Um, Let's see. So they also added, you know, they're abandoning plans to open a brew pub in San Francisco's Mission Bay neighborhood, 
where the NBA's Golden State Warriors are building a new stadium. Wow. So with that, I mean, with that new stadium, you know, it's probably expanding the nightlife, the city, and they're bailing at this time. Uh, also in the article, the decision comes two weeks after Constellation recorded a $108 million impairment charge to Ballast Point or Ballast Point's trademarks, essentially admitting it overpaid when it bought the business for $1 billion in late 2015. Constellation previously recorded an $87 million impairment charge uh, to the trademarks in June of 2017. So we are in 2019. That is a couple years, or they're approaching two years of just bleeding. So I guess I can, I mean, I can get that. It really stinks when you see someone that is this large, you know, closed facilities, you know, kind of squash plans because that, you know, that affects the real people. And it is not, you know, it's not good to see. But here I'm just bringing you the news at the Craft Beer News and Reviews podcast. And kind of a sad article seeing some craft beer closures, at least facilities, not overall. But um, hopefully they can kind of write the books and, you know, maybe in a year or two start, you know, regaining their footing in continuing uh, those expansions. So, until then. Alright, so that was the news portion of the Craft Beer News and Reviews Podcast. I hope you enjoy listening. But now, let's get to the fun part. Let's get to the reviews. Welcome back to the Craft Beer News and Reviews Podcast, where this segment, I am joined by my wife for this sesh. I am joined by my wife. Sesh. Uh, yeah. Oh, you'll understand why I'm talking like that <laughs> with our second beer. Um, so, yeah. We're going to review two beers, like I mentioned in the opening. The first one is the Mitten Brewing Company's Peanut or peanuts and cracker jack. So the Mitten Brewing Company out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. This one is all the rage locally. They have it on taps. Um even in Beaverton, Michigan, where uh You're kidding. Yeah. It's even over there. I know it's in Midland. Wow. It's in Bay City. It's all around. They figured out distribution and this one through the grapevine is supposed to be uh pretty good. And so I guess let's just dive into this one instead of, you know, just yapping. Let's just dive right in, into it. You, you good? What do you I'm think? Good. Mm-hmm. Are you a little scared of this one when there's uh, extra things in it? <laughs> I'm a little scared. I'm not really a big fan of porters. Okay. But well, what am I a fan of? Yeah. That's, that's what the listeners point. are like, I don't know. But She you, likes nothing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I'll leave that one alone. okay so the mitten brewing company again out of grand rapids this is an american porter um as listed in beer advocate on the side of the can can you see that you got your glasses on or you want to read that 
says a sweet, robust porter made with loads of real peanuts, peanut butter, and a kiss of caramel malt. This season, the ballpark comes to you. Yeah, so on their website, they're really, uh, you know, pimping the, the baseball and the Cracker Jacks and good old Americana, right? The America's The can out. also says Recycler Die. Did you catch that one? Oh, geez. They really want skull. you to turn your can in. So, um, I mean, this one with the baseball theme, it's couldn't be better timing. Today I had, what, my second baseball practice. So I coach six- and seven-year-olds baseball. And so today we had, you know, pretty decent practice, but, you know, running around, keeping everyone, you know, corralled, uh, you know, has me a little worn out where I'm looking forward, you know, to having this beer. So one thing I wanted just to mention too, like I said, it was a porter. So an American porter, it's inspired by the storied English porter. The American porter tends to make its own rules as what they're saying on Beer Advocate. Uh, with plenty of innovation and originality, brewers in the U.S. have taken this style to new levels. Uh, whether it's highly hopping the brew or adding coffee or chocolate to complement a highly roasted and burnt flavor associated with this. So, it's kind of background. I like porters. I mean, I like stouts. I like IPAs. I like ambers. I like golden nails. I can keep going on. So, I, it shouldn't be a problem with me. But let's get into the rankings. So like we do every week, we're going to dive into it with what look, smell, taste, feel, and overall. So one to five. And uh, we'll go from there. So the first one is going to be look. So sound effect, drum roll. Do you have a drum roll? No. Okay. <laughs> there we go. The crack of the can. Let's give you the first look. That's exactly what I was expecting. Yes. Texas tea. Oh. Right? Look at that. That's sexy. That is super dark. That's like a stout. Yes. It's the same family. It's great. Feed you. Oh, Christ. <laughs> this is what it's supposed to look like. Look at that. Look at that frothy oh. head where it is, uh, you know, it's just not white. It's really... You know, it has that brown, really notes coming through with, uh, you know, peanut butter. Can oh, we do a beer I'm going to like next time? What's that going to be like? Mm. Yeah. You you think long and hard, and I will specially hunt out this uh, unicorn of a beer. I said maple beer, and then what happened? I no think, maple beer. I think you just made that up. Mm. Yeah, you're like, uh, maple beer. You're like, what? All right, so it's dark looking, looks like a stout, has a lot of head, maybe it's a about porter. an inch or a, a porter. You... I said it looks like a stout. We're talking about looks. Looks like a stout. Oh, boy. Has a lot of head on top, really malty. Don't taste it oh, yet. I Don't no, no, smell no. it yet. Oh, yeah. You're moving ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just... I'm listening to you, and it's just paining me. I need to drink the beer faster. Okay. Oh, For a look, shot? I'm going to go with probably a four because it looks like it should look. A four. All right. With your, man, I, I like the way it looks. And with being, you know, the peanut butter, or at least in the title, um, I mean, you can see the, the, the coloration of, uh, you know, the head. Very good head that's staying with it. It's just hanging out. 
you know, with that lace on the side, it looks like a really good, healthy porter. Um, man, I don't know what I could dock it. Let me let me look one more time. Oof, I'm just going, just based on being, you know, an American porter and how it's hanging out. I'm going 4.75, really high on that scale, because I mean it's it's to category. So let's go next smell so again this is what is uh, this the peanuts and and cracker uh, jack it smells like peanut beer this is not gonna be good uh, oh it's really gross it's really there in your nose dude <laughs> don't not, hey that's what uh, it's supposed to be Jeez. who let you go pick these out i don't know i did it real quick oh, after boy. baseball practice i was panicking but it smells like a peanut liquid. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like a peanut liquid. That's no. a t-shirt. <laughs> that doesn't. We need to get some merch. <laughs> that smells like, oh my lord. I mean, it, it definitely, it is Ugh. all. Oh, I don't want to taste this. Oh I my God. We're on the street. Does this taste like balls? No. <laughs> How would you know? <laughs> oh, anyway. I'm docking it. I'm giving it like three for smell. This smells terrible. Wow. Coming in harsh. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. So getting back to, okay, I guess, I don't even know what I was going to say. Getting back to the category, but it's an American Porter, but the smell, I mean, I can't smell beer for one, uh. which you know, they're saying what it is. It's not like they're uh, they're keeping that from you. And it's not CIA. Who wants to drink a peanut-flavored beer? Well, we'll see. It might be delicious. Just give it a second. But this, it's not like CIA information, like high intelligence and stuff. It's, it's you know, it's declassified. They're telling you it's peanuts. What are you talking about? And Cracker Jack. I'm just saying they're up front what it's this supposed to be. This isn't CSI tasting beer. I know. I'm just telling you. They're... They're telling you what to expect, so I'll give them that. Um, but with that said, I don't have a hint of other smell besides that. So, oh man, this is a tough one because it's supposed to be that style. More or less it is, but now just based on smell alone, maybe I can make up for it later when I know more information on the overall. So right now, I'm actually going to kind of agree with you because it's so overpowering but I do appreciate it. So I'm going 3.75. I'm going a little higher. Ugh. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. You're starting to talk me out of it because I get it. All right. Next, here it is. Taste. Mm. Cheers. Don't be. There we go. Don't break this. Mm. Oh. Oh, Jesus. Hey, no. It's. <laughs> I don't want any more. What? <laughs> oh, I don't like it. It's something. Okay, I'm starting to... Okay, wait. Ugh. Wait a minute. Ugh. I thought I disliked IPAs. Changing it up. I hate porters. Good Lord. It's I'm not good. You. It's like peanut and chocolate and caramel. It's so gross. Well, you got that right on the side of the can. That's what it says. It's oh, it. it's so gross. I think I'm starting to get the more porter taste on the back end. It's got to sit for a second. Definitely not up front. 
but overall you start tasting um you know i guess how what you're mentioning is like the caramel and the chocolate a little more than the peanut butter is definitely up front and then on the back end you have to wait for it it's like wait for it wait there it is so i mean it's not horrible Yeah, I'm kind of, I just took another, this is my third swig. That's why I'm just power swigging. Boom, that's another t We're just going to be a t-shirt company. Maybe colder. Maybe it needs to be, like, really cold power for me swigging. to like it. Yeah? Is this growing on you? A tad? Maybe a little bit, now that I can taste more caramel. But when the yeah. peanut hits you right up front, it's sort of overwhelming. Yeah, I mean, that's what they're going for, but maybe it's got to be your your niche. Do you say niche or niche? I don't know. What? I'm from Midland, so I say niche. Son. I absolutely do not say niche. What the hell are you talking about? We live in Midland. I think when we moved here, that was in the guide. You got to say uh, niche because we're fancy. Oh my god! We're from Sparkle City, baby. No. Okay. I'm so, from Bay City. What do you have for taste? One to five. Now think the category porter. They are telling yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to go 3.75 because I think the peanut just hits you way too hard at the beginning and that needs to be toned down. Um, But overall, I mean, it's not my favorite. Let's just go there. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just going to agree with that now of, like, I don't know, like, like if it's drinking, like, whiskey or something, like, where... I mean, not the flavor, of course, but, like, how you how you drink it. You you take a swig, and you let it kind of sit, and you you, you almost got to think while you're it's drinking this so one. It's so much strong flavor. It's, okay, here's a word for you. It's rich. It has a lot of rich, thick flavor to it. You could not drink glass after glass of this beer. It's too strong in flavor, and that's not really how I like my beer, so. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to, I'm, you're starting to turn me. Mm-hmm. So I think I think it's with a little this one, too rich. Yeah, it and wh- when when it comes to like those kind of rich specialty beers, it almost like it's like it's almost like work. I know. <laughs> I just I like because like because I'm drinking it and I have to I gotta let let it go down slow and then I gotta think about it. Right. That's what's happening over here too. Is I just keep taking little sips of it and going, what am I even tasting here? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I I don't hate it. It makes me think a little bit. I think I would, it's like one of those zero to 60 kind of like just a fast car. Pretty cool at first, but then, you know, shit's getting wobbly after. I think one pint would be awesome. And then after that, I think it's it's probably growing on you a little bit. And it's, or not growing, actually, maybe more like a ingrown tail or toenail where you're just like, I don't know what I'm saying. Let's move on to feel. I'm just saying, I think it's a more like a We're one We're going to move Ben on. It's here. a one and done beer, maybe, I'm thinking. Okay. Like, I don't hate it, but it's a one and done category. All right. If that made sense. Feel. What are you feeling with this one? I think... Uh. I don't think it's over... Like, it's not thick. You don't got to use a spoon. It's. I think it's pretty standard with your porter on... I would say it's kind of thick. You definitely can get that multi feel going on there it's not super carbonated it's kind of flat mm-hmm. yes. um i agree with that i think that is right on target with what a porter usually is yep so let's just go four for feel all right so you're 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 getting back in the groove of going with 
the category and giving it a little bump there. I like it. All right, with feel for me, I am I'm kind of digging it. It's not too I don't need a shovel, so that's not bad. It it falls in line with the category, so I'm going to give it a little bump. 4.25 for Papa Dot drinking this. All right. Next one, overall. So, when I do overall, I'm taking into consideration everything, the can, the description. It is what it is. Um, can doesn't look too bad. They're really definitely going for that old school kind of baseball with the design and the lettering on it. Overall, the beer itself is 6% alcohol. It falls in line overall. I mean, as a porter, it's just really that front end, um, you know, peanuts jacking you in the face. But besides that, I'm not hating it. What do you What do you think overall? That was my, my That was my overall spiel. I'm gonna go around like three point seven five for my overall. Okay. And then I am gonna go with the overall with a four. You know, just you know, just like I was saying, you know, pretty decent presentation. It is telling you what it's what to expect. You know, just it's just a little bit on the front end where maybe they could tone it down just a little bit so you don't have to think so much and let it sit and and, and really have the porter come out on the back end. So drum roll, we're going to summarize this beer, the Peanuts and Cracker Jack from Mitten Brewing Company. All right, so we're going to go with mine first. Look, look great. I have 4.75 for smell. I have 3.75 for taste. I have 3.75 for feel. I have 4.25. And for overall, I have a 4, which gives the average of 4.1. Now, my lovely wife that is thrilled about this beer is look it is four smell a three taste 3.75 feel of another four and overall a 3.75 with an average oop i screwed that up so let's go four plus three plus 3.75 plus four plus 3.75 equals divided by five boom three point seven so let me go over to beer advocate their ranking oh wow okay so their ranking their average is 4.08 out of 5 which ranks it exceptional so you're not too far off even with that of a 3.7 uh, 3.7 makes it a good with the beer advocate categories. I, I would it, say good fits my okay. point system. And I have it as a 4.1, which I am in the exceptional, I guess, range. Um, That's surprising to but me. But I, I, I'd give it like a little caveat of one pint exceptional, and then you start at two pints, three pints, I think it's a tap out kind of three strikes and you're out with the baseball theme. With this one, I think of you don't want any more because it's just recycle or die. Recycle or die. That's what. Happy Earth Day. Happy. Is that today? Yeah. Yesterday. What's wrong with you? I don't know. I don't pay attention to things. 
All right, let's move on. So we'll close out that next one is the one that should be fun. It's from, it's from Grand Armory, which is in Grand Haven, Michigan. And this one is called Weezin' the Juice, buddy. This um is not fair because you've purchased this beer over and over and drank it constantly hey, over no, the last don't few give weeks. A... It is one of your favorite beers. No, don't don't break the what whatever wall, third, fourth wall, fourth wall, right? Is that the saying? You don't even watch movies. Why why are you doing this? There's walls. <laughs> oh, should be a padded wall in here. Going crazy. All right, so this is all right. You know, I've had this beer before. I was playing it cool. Ben loves this beer. It's by Grand Armory Brewing. Let's see where the heck is that place. Let's, how about, let's go to the big board and read their background. This is in Grand Haven, Michigan. Grand Armory Brewing is a craft brewery with a focus on high-quality, diverse styles of beer. Our tap room opened in July of 2015 at the Armory Building, which is a 113-year-old historic facility located at 17 South 2nd Road in the Heart of Grand Haven's downtown district, just blocks from the waterfront and Lake Michigan's beaches. Our tap room has 20 taps, and they offer all styles of ales, handcrafted ciders, and old-fashioned sodas and wines. All right. Sounds pretty cool. And so this is, again, Weezin' the Juice, which is a New England-style IPA. So New England-style, let's just... Refresh our memories, refresh the listeners' uh, memories as emphasizing hop aroma and flavor without bracing, yeah, without embracing, shouldn't be embracing, the bitterness. New England-style IPA leans heavily on late and dry hop techniques to deliver a bursting, juicy, tropical hop experience. And I think in past episodes is why this is starting to open up the, maybe open up the floodgates for you a little bit, at least a little crack on IPAs because they don't focus on that bitterness. It's basically when you do the hop additions, whether, I mean, basically you're doing them late or you're, you can have bitterness hops, maybe they're, you know, low alpha in, in the boil. So they're not hitting you in the face. There's some IPAs you, maybe you don't even, I've, I've had a couple that you don't even put hops in the boil at all. It's just dry hopping. It's going in the fermenter after, and that's how you really get the flavor without the bitterness. So, Hopefully, you will like this. So, I think that is it for the background. Let's jump in to the rankings. So, first, sound effect. Boom. Wheezing the juice, little grindage. I just like saying that. Little grindage. Oh, my God. (laughs) Biodome is, like, one of my favorite movies of all time, though. Love Polly Shore. I'm not sure if I've seen that. I don't know. What? Do you own it? I don't think I own it, but okay. I could find it. Okay. You know. You Son-in-law. I mean, I've do seen you know that. Encino Man? Yeah. And okay. he's still touring the country uh, doing stand-up, Polly. He's always been one of my faves. And which I didn't know until, like, like, recent. I mean, like, his family is one of the, kind of like the building blocks of west coast comedy in california his mom that i think passed away maybe a year or two ago she or now i i think maybe he now 
got passed down. He owns the comedy store. Yeah. So that is the huge West Coast spot in L.A. that all comedians want to you know perform in. If they're big comedians, they'll go in there, do some sets. It's kind of like the Comedy Cellar for New York. L.A., that spot is, uh, yeah, the Comedy Store. And, and Pauly Shore has been a part of that since he was just a wee lad, knee-high to a grasshopper. What? <laughs> All right, so let's go. What are we doing? Look. So let's pour this bad boy. Oh, yeah. Boom. Let you sit on that. Here, take it. Give me another glass. It's All lightly right. colored, pale orangish yellow. Lots of head on top. Lots of carbonation. Yeah, I definitely like it. It it's yeah, it definitely has that pale, you know the or I guess not pale pit, but like the the lighter tint of uh, you know yellow for the coloration. You know, not too bad. I'd almost ding that just a little bit um, for my look. So what do you have? What do you think on look? I don't know. Looks good to me. <laughs> <laughs> on a let's, scale of one to five, like we've been doing. Yeah, let's just go with a four. On let's. That. Go, you know, I'm going to actually agree with you, but mine's based on yeah, just um, you know, the scale is just. I mean, the color is just a little too light. It's about the only thing I could ding it, but you know, that's not totally. That's not the worst thing in life, right? So, um, overall. The head, the lace, it's sticking with it. Looking very good in your glass. Carbonations hanging on. I mean, seems uh, a little strong. But I'm giving it a four. All right, next one is smell. What do you think on that? Smells like a traditional IPA to me. Oh, yes. Giving all the citrus scents. Just the, the tropical smell, the juicy hop coming through on the smell god oh this 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 is why i like this beer and why i have bought it but i'm, I'm looking at it through a different lens right of i'm looking at it through uh mr podcasting beer ranking lens what do you think what do you got i think it smells really good let's go with four and a half all right four point it smells five. a little bit more fruity less hoppy Yes, and that is exactly what the New England style IPA is going for. To me, I'm not sure what else um, or anything I could ding it on. It is just, it's just a beautiful thing. It's just a beautiful thing. <laughs> I love when I just come up with things and you look at me and you're like, Ugh, who if is you this guys, guy? If you guys could just see the looks I give this man. <laughs> I'm going a five. I'm going perfect score you're going all in smell man. yes oh, it is buddy. it is right the category that you can just smell the tropical the, the citrus type you know fruity um flavor smell what i was going for <laughs> it is that? everything there that i love in ipa so boom love it moving on taste this is your favorite part ipa Mm-hmm. oh baby not bitter it's got the got the hop flavor and it's not bitter on beer advocate going back to the 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 style it's saying it's supposed to be 50 to 70 ipo i 
pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> down with the pew. Down with the pew. Are you down too? <laughs> that is a song. Well, was it? Look it up on YouTube. Down with the pew. It's and a Nerf gun related rap song that is geared towards children. Yeah, that's how I keep. And it gets straight. blared through our household. Yep. And stuck in our head. And then we're singing Down with the Pew. I don't Son, you better turn that Nerf gun sideways. That's how you really, you know, pop a cap and... All right, we're getting, off, we're getting off topic here. <laughs> okay, so taste. Um, I do think it tastes kind of bitter. It doesn't yes. taste top bitter. It tastes citrus bitter. Like you have an orange peel in your mouth kind of bitter. Mmm. That I'm not really a fan okay, of. I've never is... really been a fan of the that kind of thing. So, yes, it's juicier. It tastes like fruit, and it also tastes like you have a peel in your mouth. Wow. Don't you disrespect my beer like this. <laughs> you know? Okay, uh... I'm going to let you go because you actually, I mean, that was a that was a good comment, I guess. You actually, I mean, you back not actually, that sounds bad, but you backed it up with, you know, maybe being a little too much orange, pe- orange peel. Ugh, I don't like it. Oh, good Lord. What do you like? I'm going to go 3.5 on the taste. Oh, buddy. I can't, I can't like it. Oh, I am. It's like when you accidentally, like you're eating a grapefruit and you accidentally get part of the peel in your mouth and you're like spitting it and you're. It, I can't. That's what it's doing for me right now. For me, I'm falling in love, and I'm going to ask this to prom. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm doing. You know, I'm going to oh get all awkward. Going <laughs> to get all awkward. Uh, go across the hallway. Like, Yo, Mrs. Weezen. What? The juice. Will you go to the prom? With, <laughs> oh my God! With me? Will you rate this sucker so we can end <laughs> this shit? I'm going for. Point. Oh my god, I hope nobody knows listens to this. Oh <laughs> this my great. god, it's so embarrassing. Are you okay. kidding me? I'm fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going four point seven five. I'm I I'd almost give it a five, but I just I don't I that's a lot to commit to for taste giving something a perfect five. You know? What? It's just basically I'm I don't understand this man's methodology here. I just don't get it. Yeah, with, with because you always, you know, you don't want to set the bar at, you know, too high because you want others to compete. And that's what this one is very good. But it's, I don't know why. That's, I'm just, I can't give it a perfect. But it's pretty damn close at 4.75. I want to scrape my tongue with one of those little tongue scraper thingies right now and get this flavor out of my mouth. Oh, my Lord. Ugh. I'm picking the beers next week, people. I'm picking Uh-oh. the beers. Oh, boy. We're going to get some fruity tootie. My husband likes garbage. Are you kidding me? This is what beer... This is the backbone of what beer is is nowadays in the industry. You look at it. This is the most uh, ranked goddamn beer um, at the Great American Beer Fest. Is this style. Everyone loves it. Okay. This is a Kardashian of beer. That's fantastic. (laughs) All right. Uh, Feel? We got feel. I'm loving it. It's smooth. Not over carbonated. You can drink this for days. You it's can put smooth. it in an IV drip. It's smooth. I'll give it that. There we go. Come back around. 3.75. Holy. And then you just Loser. take a, <laughs> then you take a dump in it. Loser. 
Um, I'm going four and a half. Four point five. Boom. All right. Moving on overall. First, the name is great. Weezing the Juice. That's about the only thing I like about oh, it. Oh, you're shitting me. So Weezing the Juice, because it's a word play, because juice, boom, you tie it. It's like the, the seven somethings of bacon. What? When you tie things in. I need to go to bed. I'm so done with this already. No, listen. What is it? The Kevin Bacon? Kevin Bacon? I'm tying this in. So what they did with the naming is they go wheezing the juice. Then use then then the juice gets you to the New England style IPA. Then that ties into the bursting juicy tropical flavor. So it's this has multiple degrees of bacon. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure Ben doesn't even know who Kevin Bacon is. Uh, I'm giving this up. crap washed up beer a 3.5 overall because I think uh, it sucks and I don't recommend. I'm going to have to just edit you out. What'd you give it? I'm already phasing 3. you out. 3.5. All right. Overall, I'm going again 4.50 because it is dead nuts on with the category. The tropical notes are great. The bitterness is low. It's right in with that category. It is a delicious beer for men. Let's do that. Maybe maybe you need some more hair in your chest. I don't know. <laughs> Let's go to the ranking. All right. So to summarize again, I'm going to go with mine. I got a four for look, five for smell. Taste is 4.75. Feel is 4.5. And overall, again, with the 4.5. With the average. Oh, man. This is... Now I'm concerned I went a little too high. So there's not as much wiggle room for other beers in the future. Because I have 4.55 as my ranking. And so that puts it world class so that's where i have it that's what i think of it uh let's move on where'd this garbage beer score on my scale yeah let's see four plus all right so four is luck let me not rush this so gave it a four for luck so you gave it a 4.5 for smell i think you wrote that down wrong i don't remember that what smell 4.5 go ahead add it in give okay. it some points give it some points you're you're giving charity points now? All right, charity so taste point. is 3.5. Uh, feel is 3.75. And then overall is 3.5 for your average. Ooh, 3.85. So that actually puts you very close to what the general public rated it on beer advocate so beer advocate rated it 3.98 so you're not too far off i mean a tenth a little more than a tenth so you had it 3.85 they had it 3.98 i had it 4.55 so ashley's ranking puts it ah you have it as a very good so poo to you boom you can't even, uh, you tried to hide your love for this, but you just ranked it as very good. I wouldn't drink this by choice again. Oh, Jesus. 
All right, so next week, what categories? Maybe we go we go I together. I want like an amber bock or something along those lines. Okay. I want like a summery wheat beer, something that's actually enjoyable to drink okay, and I don't so have to wince at. I was thinking when I was looking at these beers is, you know, to get you know, to get one more national, there just wasn't nothing. Nothing really poked out at me until I got home, and I was kind of kicking myself. Is um, we have to pay some respect to the big dog. So Sam Sam Adams Cherry Wheat. How about that be our national beer for next week? Okay. I know you like that. I can do it. So let's look at it through the eyes of ranking, and see what we can come up with with Cherry Wheat, and then we'll find another one. Um, there's a, there's one for, did we already rank that one? The North Peak one? We'll look for a different summer one. So we're going to kick off summer. Today was actually what the first day of decent weather. Last week for baseball, I had to cancel due to snow. <laughs> <laughs> and today was 81. It makes no sense, but that is Michigan. And now, I mean, full out baseball season. So I look forward to smashing these beers, bro, because do a little grinding and drinking the beer. So, again, it was a good time ranking beers. This podcast was brought to you by Jake's Corner Lounge. Again, brought to you, or brought to you. They're on 3rd Street, over in Bay City, overlooking the lights. Go get a selfie there. Uh, they have great beers on draft, and... We will be there uh, soon, I believe. So go check it out. Maybe you run into Miss, Mr. and Mrs. Podcast. Who knows? But uh, this segment, again, brought to you by Jake's Corner Lounge. So I think that's it. What else? You got anything? Got nothing, man. Got nothing? You're just going to recover, go to bed? Yeah. You need a nap. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. I got up with the children two times last night. Nightmare? And then somebody had to pee. So. It happens. I'm going to bed. Yeah. I think I have. Well, it was Easter, so I had some Easter beers. So that's why I think I slept. Easter beers. Through all that. Uh Uh-huh. So you got to categorize stuff. Slept through our seven-year-old waking up and turning every light on from our bedroom to the bathroom. You know, he's a very uh, calculated kid, so he wanted to make sure he had a clear path for safety. (laughs) So. All right. Enough yapping. I think this is it. Good beers. Good night I'm, and farewell. A good night and farewell. I'm looking for because what we do really behind the scenes is we're pouring all these beers, we're going through them, but there's no way we can kill them all while we're talking, right? So at the end of this podcast, they're just sitting here just with calling my name. We're just chugging beer and going to bed. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> just slamming it. Boom, goes a long way. So all right. So for Ashley, I'm Ben been fun and come check us out next week is that it that's it you look like you had something no okay well thanks again everyone happy beer drinking see you next week we'll smash some uh summertime beers all right Mm -hmm.